This is Unreddited with countless streaming Argonauts for the week of June 13th. Welcome to Unreddited with Countless Screaming Argonauts, the show that looks at the important Reddit stories of the week. I'm TFAB P. Oh, and I'm still Pintail. And I am Denali. Hey, Denali. Nice to have you on the show. Hey, Max. Hey, Penguin. How are you guys doing? We're hanging in there. So, Max, why don't we start off real quick with, uh, with uh, something you found. I believe from... Stone and Parker's new musical, The Book of Mormon, Killed It, is the Reddit title. I don't know if you guys paid attention. I don't generally watch the Tonys, but I was interested to see anything from this show. They won nine Tony Awards last night, and they did a song called I Believe from the show. Did, did either of you see it? I did not see it. I heard about it, but I did not see it. I was at... A Tony party that was so raucous, you couldn't <laughs> hear the television because a friend of a friend won a technical award early, and th- it was over. It was, you weren't watching it. It was just nuts. Yeah. So, so yes and no. Sorry. That's that's cool. Well, I, I just wanted to mention some of the lyrics. Uh, it's it's obviously uh, Trey and Parker from South Park, so uh, it's it's irreverent, and and I have problems with religion generally but they did this really interesting song where this guy who was a mormon playing a missionary who went to africa to save africans sings what he believes and it the song is brilliant and the guy who sang it is brilliant i wish i could tell you his name but i can't but some of the lyrics in the song i believe are that God has a plan that involves me getting my own planet. <laughs> that the current wow. president of the church, Thomas Monson, speaks directly to God. At, at some point, as he's singing these things, he also thinks, sings about, you know, I need to have more faith, and Jesus Christ died for our sins. And then he goes, and a lost tribe of Jews travel, found boats and traveled to America thousands of years ago. And, and then he goes, you know, I'm more about I've got to have more faith. And then he goes, in 1978, God changed his mind about black people. <laughs> and at this point, he's looking in the eye of this warlord from Africa who shoots people in the face. And, and it's brilliant because the guy is white Mormon from wherever, and he's, he's trying to find the courage to go talk to these people this this warlord and 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 he goes i believe you're possessed by the devil <laughs> and he grabs the guy's hand and they're waving hands and the guy's looking at him like what the fuck <laughs> and he says ever since i was a child i tried to be the best so what happened my family and friends said i was all the best so what happened so you're supposed to be teaching the teachings of Christ across the sea. And then he, you know, he goes on with some of the things that that Mormons believe and it's just like wow. It's it's gentle and 
tender and totally absurd. I believe the Garden of Eden was in Jackson County, Missouri. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, you know, those two guys are brilliant. I mean, they're geniuses. All you have to do is watch any episode of South Park to know just how intriguingly smart they are. I mean, you don't have to count their mu- the movie they did that time, that basketball. But, you know, the, uh, they are brilliant satirists who, who know their stuff. If you can get Isaac Hayes to be on your program and then piss off Isaac Hayes to the extent that he'll cry, that's just genius. <laughs> They're geniuses. So what you know? What I'm going to ask you is, as the Republican candidates are on stage, and there's John Huntsman, and there's Mitt Romney, and somebody says, "Is is somebody going to say, do you believe that God lives on a planet called Kolob?" <laughs> Well, no one's going to ask that question. You know that ahead of time. Really? Because yeah, last year, they last time around, they asked them if they believed in evolution and, and would they raise their hands. Yeah, but I think I think that's a very very different question. You know, I mean, let's be let's be honest. I'm nobody's going to ask nobody's going to ask them. Do you believe that Jesus Christ is your personal savior either? But some of them would raise their hand for that, would they not? Yes, they would. Some of them don't wouldn't. you think that people ask Barack Obama if he was Jesus Christ was his personal savior? No, I don't think they ask him that in a debate. I think they assume that he's not, and that they make comments on the internet and at I think the press college. asked him that. At, did at, they really? I think they did. I don't remember that myself. I think they did. I think they asked him over and over again because people didn't believe it. So anyway, that that's. Uh, I wanted to point out that the Book of Mormon won nine Tonys, including Best Musical. And I wanted to point out that this guy in this performance was totally appealing and and just wonderful. And the song was great. And it had all these lyrics that were laugh lines and that were articles of faith that the Mormons hold. And these people are going to Iowa and they're going to South Carolina. And I think it's relevant. And they're going to vote. Yeah, well, you are. You're right. Okay, let me talk a little bit about one of the uh, one of the stories that I saw this past week. I I always get a kick out of uh, a lot of the comments that people make uh, after a question's been asked, especially if if the question's a serious one. It's not too far along before somebody has cracked. Right, cracks wise. You know, made it. You know, and then it just it just kind of takes off. So the question that was asked was, if you could ask your pet one question and get a reply in English, what would you ask? <laughs> and there was some really, really interesting questions. This, this, I, I'm assuming it's a woman, Polly Atomic, said that she'd ask her dog, so what's the story about before we adopted you? That's interesting. And I say that's a really, yeah, I mean, you know, that's a really, really interesting kind of question. Yeah, yeah. Wrote, um, you know, when their dog was a year old, they got him from the pound. He was rambunctious and, and had a nice personality, but, you know, they wondered why he was surrendered to the pound. What was it at home? Or what right. was it in his home that, that, you know, that did that? But then... Of course, the ones, that go, the ones that go off were just hysterical. I imagine. You know, this one guy, Puka, <laughs> his question was, why do you always look so proud after you fart? 
and you think, funny. you know, when you think about a dog and you've seen one fart, you know exactly. They had that look on their face. That's not pride. That's relief. Uh, relief, maybe. Max, this is one that for you and I, Tar Heel 18 said, why do you follow me around and rub and meow against me until I go to pet you? Then when uh-huh. I go to pet you, you just lay down out of my arm's reach. That's, that's and, my cat. And my cats do that all the time. Yeah. The fuck is up with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would, that would be my question to my cats. What the fuck? <laughs> well, you, you know, like you said, anytime we do a podcast, right? They don't, they don't go near the wires of the computer. Right. But as soon as you get on the podcast. That's why the door's locked right now. They run for it. They go for the wires. My absolute favorite was this guy who wrote, his name was I Has a Hat, and he has a pet ferret. (laughs) He said, (laughs) this is his question, where the fuck did you hide my wallet? (laughs) That's funny. I I don't know. I mean, the obvious question is, what's it like to lick your own testicles? That came up more than once. I imagine it did. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. I would always want to. I mean, you know, in my lifetime, we've had five or six cats now, mm-hmm. and I always I would want to know how did you feel about you know you being around, being the main cat, and suddenly there's this new kitten who everybody's paying attention to, right? Or in some cases, for some people, what did you think when we brought that puppy home? Mm-hmm. So the other one that I saw that I also really liked, and this is I think I've read it as being the, the king at answering this kind of question. And it reminded me of, Max, do you remember when we interviewed Shane Ryan on the show? At the very end, we said we had some really offbeat questions for him Mm -hmm. that weren't related to, you know, sports or his journalism. And we asked him, breakfast, is that best meal or best meal ever, that kind of thing. Right. So this is the question. And this got like 4,000 responses, so I thought this was great. Wow. Would you rather have... Two goldfish-sized dolphins or one kitten-sized gorilla? (laughs) You know, even at kitten size, I think a gorilla couldn't be a lot of trouble. (laughs) The little dolphins would be cute. Yeah, I'm going dolphin. Yeah, the overall, the, it seemed like a lot of people were going for that. They, they liked the dolphins. One person said, you know, get a breeding pair, make a fortune from them. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that would fit for anything. If you had some kitten-sized gorillas, you could breed them too. Right. A whole, you know, whatever. <laughs> what do you do with an eight-pound gorilla in the middle of the room? <laughs> it's, it's not quite the same, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, an eight-pound gorilla would be something to deal with. Because I've got a 12-pound cat that knocks me over when it rams into the back of my Achilles. Right. And, and we know that gorillas are, like, super strong for their size. Right. So a kitten-sized gorilla is not going to hit like a kitten-sized gorilla. It's going to hit like, a, I don't know, a chimpanzee-sized gorilla or something. I mean, that could really it, hurt. Wasn't the, didn't that lady who got her face ripped off, when she attacked by a chimpanzee? By a chimpanzee, right. You know, right. and that chimpanzee weighed 100 pounds, but... Yeah, I'm sorry. An eight-pound gorilla could be a problem. Right. Well, this this one guy, Abstract the Patio, said, by a kitten-sized gorilla, you mean like a small monkey. 
He said, there's nothing special about that. He said, two goldfish-sized dolphins, they'd be nice in a long tank where they could kind of jump out of the water and stuff. But he said, what he would like to see is hippos the size of mice. Yeah. Giant fucking rabbits. <laughs> That's just perverted. Right. My, my favorite, penguins as tall as giraffes. <laughs> of course. Wow. <laughs> That, those penguins would be fabulous. They would be. A penguin as tall as a giraffe, that would be absolutely fabulous for they, sure. They would be emperor penguins for sure. My own personal favorite of the list was this woman who texted, who said, her name was Metronome64. She said, my husband just texted me the other day and posed this question. Would you rather fight one dragon-sized duck or 20 duck-sized dragons. <laughs> and somebody said, where do you guys come up with this shit? Yeah. Max, I'm going to throw it to you. Okay. What do you got from uh, from your Reddit experience this week? What social norms do you hate? And the discussion went something like this. Not discussing salary and job interviews or openly with bosses or coworkers, which is one of my problems, and I had this conversation with my boss this week. I, I, the idea that I can get fired for speaking honestly about the amount of money I make pisses me off. Mm. But I want to read you what, what I found in Reddit, and I, and I beg everyone's pardon because I didn't write down the names of the people who wrote these things. But... One guy said, I only want to work for you so that I can have money. Otherwise, I'd be doing volunteer work or staying home and playing with my dog all day. This is the guy <laughs> who started the topic. At least he pretends to give a shit about me. And then it went, I'm only echoing what my dog told about me. This is relevant because I have a mid-year review coming up in five minutes. And then the next guy says, your dog is giving you a mid-year review. yeah it's been tough getting all my numbers up this quarter i'm pretty sure it's clear that walks have increased in number and duration tennis ball throwing a field has seen improvement however i'm (laughs) expecting to get nailed on belly rubs (laughs) frisbee toss is always the toughest that's right (laughs) you know um letting me shit wherever i want would be right there among my list of things that that would be important in my job interview Mm. If right. I so that, that, that's that one that I had. I don't know if you guys have any comments on. I, I you know I saw the social norm one and I you know my my time is limited and I didn't get yeah. a chance to look at that. Do you remember any of the other social uh, norms that people talked about? No, that's as far as I got. Yeah, that's an oh, interesting. Yeah, no, I, I I beg your pardon. I do have more down here. I, I just put a line between it. Pride. People are proud over the wrong things. Someone said, I'm not proud to be black or tall or an American. None of those things are bad, but I don't didn't work my ass off to achieve them. I'm proud of, and then he goes, this is great. I'm proud of almost graduating college and of being a half-decent skater. Huh. <laughs> and then the next guy goes, I feel it would be pretty retarded to actually be proud of my sexuality unless I got like an Xbox Live achievement for <laughs> sucking 37 eggs. <laughs> And the next guy goes, in a row? <laughs> Let's give him a medal, like you know? Stephen Wright humor. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm now, and, and I, I hesitated about putting that in because 
I think Denali, you would have a problem with. I feel it would be pretty retarded to be proud of my sexuality. So you know, there's this kind of a serious topic in there about the sort of political speaking, what you should write and what you shouldn't write. But I thought it was funny too. You know what my bigger problem is, is frankly using the word retarded in that context. I just don't like that. I thought that you would think that, so I, I, I hesitated to say it. The, the other thing that bothers me there is that I think we have to stop saying sexuality when we mean orientation. Because they're entirely different things. Can you expand on that a little? I think we're clear what my orientation is, and I think we're clear what yours is, and what Penguin's is as well. Right. My my sexuality could, in fact, be more or less exactly the same as yours. So it's more about a a degree, a measure of degree of interest in sex? No, no. I think it has to do with what you present socially. What you mm. present to, to your lover, to your friends, to your family. My sexuality has lots of parts and pieces. My orientation is my orientation. Is, is one direction, and that's not always true for everybody. I get it. Okay. Yeah, I, that's, that's, a, that's an interesting distinction. That really is. I, I hadn't like really thought that, of that that way, yeah. It, it, goes, it gets me back to a woman I used to date who said, I'm not interested in tolerance as much as I'm interested in acceptance. And I thought, what's that distinction? And then I went, oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah there is, that is an interesting uh, – Sure there is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, another person said, fucking standing ovations for everything in the U.S. <laughs> it loses its meaning if you're doing it for – for everything from stellar performances to your six-year-old dance recital. Mm-hmm. Same with encores. It, it, frustra- it frustrates me that a lot of comedians now do a bit at the end of the show where they literally say to the audience, right, I'm going to say goodbye now and run off stage. You're going to clap and then I'll come back and do a bit more. Right. I saw a concert where there's another guy where a performer said, look, we have to be done by X time. We want to keep playing music, so we're going to skip the encore thing. I'm going to play till X time, and then we're done. And they did. That's an interesting way to deal with so it. So they, they would have saved the dead time in between there and actually right. played the music. Making the, the audience stand up and beg for them to come out. I, I kind of like that myself. I'm like, it's a ritual. I, I'm, I'm not a person who likes rituals. In fact, I'm a person who reflexively... Rebels at rituals. Don't tell me when to stand and when to kneel. You know, I'll jump and shout if I feel like jump and shouting. And and if if I have to do it, then it's then it's already preordained and it doesn't mean anything. But but you know, I, I understand that part. But if I were to say to you, you can listen to I don't know, let's say Bruce Springsteen. Mm-hmm. You can listen to him play three songs have a five-minute cheering session where he comes out and finally does an encore for a fourth song, or he can stand up there and say, I'm going to play five songs, go right to the end, and that's going to be it, and then do it. Wouldn't you rather hear five songs? Yeah, absolutely. That's I'm agreeing with you. Okay. 
yeah, I don't, I, you know, there's so much in this country that's that's ritual and bullshit. This thing, I, I, I love America. Bruce, can we um, send a prayer out to the big man today? Oh, yeah, yeah. Clarence Clemens had a stroke just yesterday. Yes. And is not in a good way. No. And and I saw a thing. I was reading a thing. I don't think it was on Reddit. It was on some other blog. And and there, I was reading down the comments. And this guy wrote, as a token, he's one of the better ones. Wow. <laughs> that's what I said. I get. Well, that's me? a little bit. That's a and, little bit. Uh, and harsh, I I think? gathered from the context that this was a black man who wrote it. Something in the. In the the name that he that he chose, and I don't remember it, but I couldn't shake it. Days later, I was thinking, really, Clarence Clemens, a token? Do, do you think he was being sarcastic? No, I don't. Huh? Uh, yeah. No, I, I, Denali. I think I wrote to you about um, the the lyric for Tenth uh, Avenue Freeze Out. And uh, and I, I was I was following down the list because I was digging up the lyric because I thought what a what a great lyric uh, about um, walking down the sidewalk and and the bright lights shit I can't think of it now but um, I just think it's offensive to say Clarence Clemens is a token yeah I would agree I, I think that is pretty. Uh... So I, I guess they've uh, been, been friends for 35 years, and there's no tokenism there whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, they're buddies. It's it's it, uh, it. I just I was offended by it, and it, it just hung in my craw. And so I'm glad I got to to say if the person is listening now, fuck you. Um, let's let's uh, hear it for Clarence Clemens, and and uh, you know give up your bullshit. I think that's well put. <laughs> if I don't say fuck you to somebody at least once in the show, it's probably not. We should probably just do a segment, you know, an unredited segment. Max is fuck you. I mean, that's that would right. make the most sense. But you do say it pretty much every week. I, you know, sooner or later, somebody's going to piss me off, and I'm going to think they should fuck off. <laughs> um, what do we think about Mark Cuban, speaking of uh, of outrageous people? I'm, I, I heard a lot of people saying good things about him, and I'm, I'm feeling like maybe that's appropriate. I Cause, love Mark Cuban. I yeah, because he says "fuck you" to, for to you know people in power. You know what he did? He said, I think three years ago, might have been two. He said, "We suck. We should have done better. We should not have lost the way we did." I'm giving you guys some money back. And wow. All the season ticket holders got a break on, you know, the next year, or they got a check. Cool. Yeah, I think I think he thinks that way, and I think his players like him because he's unconventional, and, and he's been fined like $2 million over his career. So why does Major League Baseball not want him involved in, uh, in only one of the teams? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Is there a more conservative organization than Major League Baseball owners? Because well, National Football League owners, perhaps. I mean, sorry, say that again, Penguin. <laughs> or uh, I said Denali. In- I'm sorry, I-, I didn't hear Denali's part. No, I just said because Bud Zulek has a pole up his ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's not Watkowski. 
no, certainly not. <laughs> um, under what the fuck for Reddit? Investigators say a man has died while in the act of raping an el- elderly Texas woman. I'm sorry. I- I'm really sorry. That story makes me laugh. <laughs> I, you know, I it's it's some vague sense of of justice. It's a horrible story, but at the same time, during the attack, he said he wasn't feeling well and he rolled over and died. Uh, who is he talking to at this point? The woman is raping. <laughs> Uh, excuse me, I, I, I'm not feeling well. I was going to say, you know what makes this even funnier? While we were taking a break, Max, yeah. and you weren't on the line, I was talking with Denali, and he quoted that story and was laughing right? hysterically. Yes. <laughs> That's a funny story to me. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. It is. It is. very rude of me, but you know what? Good for you. If you're it's, gonna, it, it's poetic justice. Yeah, absolutely it is. It's ironic, too, and all it, together. Both, yeah. Well, we could have that discussion whether it's irony or poetic justice. I definitely think it's poetic justice myself. Well, it's certainly some kind of justice. Well, there's negative consequence. He died. <laughs> yes. So, and that's the, that's the definition, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think we all agree that it's at least poetic justice. I mean, maybe some, you know, it's, it's, it's wrath of God stuff. It's dogs and cats. It's... Right. You know. It's Moses parting the Red Sea. It's it's, uh, it's it's the Ten Commandments. It's the whole bit. That's right. Today I learned that in 1984, Mr. T released a rap album that encouraged kids to stay away from drugs, honor their parents, and do homework. Today I learned that Mr. T can't rap to save his life. <laughs> but at least he had a nice message. Yeah. I may have a little bit of a gift for seeing things that... I haven't really experienced yet, but th- should that really be a great surprise to any of us? That <laughs> he's not, you know. Jazz Today I learned Jeff. Anthony Weiner has a gift. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> All right, maybe a little, huh? Today I learned to see faces in objects. This is one of my favorite topics. Pareidolia is maybe an evolutionary adaptation. Because the cost of missing a face is higher than the cost of declaring a non-face to be a face. I'm not sure I understand that. that. That's so bullshit. I think it's absolutely (laughs) profound. If if you can't recognize your mom, you die. But if you think the tree is your mom, you get a second chance. If you think the toast toast is your mom, you get a second chance. But if you don't recognize your mom, you wander off into the saber-toothed tiger den. But if you think the toast is the Blessed Virgin, then what? Then there's no harm. That's what he's saying. Declaring a face to a non-face to be a face, no problem. Uh, I'm not sure by it. No problem. I'm not going <laughs> to see that. Can we move on? Okay. <laughs> That's all I'm I got. Serious. No, I'm, no I'm, I'm just saying. No, I didn't see it. What's next? Oh. You know what I mean? There's no cost. No, I, I, there is I, if I, you're I don't six. see. Listen, gentlemen, we are at way over our limits. So <laughs> okay. I think we need to call it quits here.
Hi, this is Miss Nicole of 8 Beer Sampler Productions. You've been listening to Max and T-Fab-P, the fabulous penguin of Countless Screaming Argonauts, the podcast of record. Listen to their podcast adventures at csapodcast.blogspot.com or download it free from the iTunes Podcast Store. Just search Countless Screaming Argonauts. The boys love to hear from you, so email them at csapodcast at gmail.com. Finally, if you want to show your allegiance to the show, pick up some CSA swag and help make the boys famous. You can purchase hats, shirts, and mugs, along with other appropriate gear, at Cafe Press. Click the link on their webpage. And thanks for listening.